It's Eye on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and uh, welcome to Iron Real Estate, our second guest. And I'm here with our resident legal expert, attorney Stephen Ebert, a partner at the Procedures Firm, Casson & Casson, located of one of their offices in Westchester. Uh, and he's here to fill us in on the latest legal developments in the business. So, good morning, happy holidays, Stephen. Good morning, Dottie. Hi. Happy yeah, holidays said, to you and all the listeners. Yeah, happy holidays, everyone. I said New York is, not, is really bustling. I mean, there's millions of people all over the place. It's actually a pain. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was saying to someone the other day, I remember walking through the city two and a half years ago. It wasn't, so. it looked like the twilight zone. There wasn't a person in the street. There was nobody. And I, you know, never in my lifetime I see no cars, no people. Okay, and I was like, oh, my God, how sad. This is such a twilight zone. There's no people. And now, I'm like, oh, my God, there's so many people here again. I thought I was going to be in, in, in trampled, like in New Orleans and the Mardi Gras. There were so many people looking at the tree. And uh, Saks did a wonderful job of their lighting. And there was music, and there was tourists all over the place. So I think, um, you know, I think a lot of people are uh, pandemic done. What do you think? What do you think? We're seeing a lot. We're seeing a lot of people. You know, we have we have the firm. You know, we have four offices around the country: two in New York, one in Westchester, one in Manhattan, right by Grand Central. And so, you know, I split my time between the city and the suburbs. And you know, when I'm in the city, it's definitely you can see an uptick, you know, in traffic. You know, I noticed it about two weeks ago, and you know. You can tell who's a local New Yorker and, and who is not, um, which, which is great. You can. You really can. And the one you thing can. will tell you the secret on how you can, but we're not saying. <laughs> you know, we, we, we got to keep a few secrets, right? You can't put everything out there. Otherwise, no, you take away the no. mystery. So we, we have our secrets. <laughs> and, um, and it was great. It, you know, you know, But you definitely got to know how to walk the streets because, you know, Let's put it this way. It's sort of like uh, driving on the LIE. Um, you know, maybe maybe we should have like an HOV lane for the locals so we can speed by. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You have to be really navigate through that. I mean, it, the crowds were huge. People, was really people walking into each other. So you kind of have to know how to navigate it. And, uh, you know, but it was exciting because it was music playing and there was people singing and there was, you know, the street people doing their thing, you know, with their acrobats or whatever. And there were so many tourists because, you know, they all had cameras taking pictures. And then the ice skaters were out. And it just felt, even though it was uh, almost treacherous, I think I got down, knocked down almost a couple of times, but uh, it, it was a great energy. And, uh, you know, and people were happy. 
and people were singing, and, you know, and it just was it just was really special. And I guess sometimes we don't appreciate what we really have because we take it for granted because we have it all the all the time, and sometimes we just don't we take it for granted. And so I think you know the pandemic, I mean, taught us all. <laughs> you know, sometimes we take for granted the people we love, you know, the things that we do, and um, hopefully we we uh, come out of this better and stronger. But I think for most part, I mean, there's still people wearing masks. And I, I was saying in the early part of the show that kind of, that was kind of Florida's approach all along. You know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you don't, you don't. Uh, and I, and, and, and that, that's what it seems like here now. No? Yeah, and I think so. And I think, look, I think that makes sense. You know, people have different situations, health issues, family members with health issues. So, you know, like if if you want to work and you feel more comfortable, you know, go right ahead. Um, You know, I think we are at a point where, A, where we are, you know, with the COVID cycle. Look, there's some other things out there, too. And let's not forget, and I know it's it's nerve-wracking, people get colds. People get, you know, and, and so... And and I and I not not that I am a doctor I'm not but I have a lot of doctors in the family and, and I, if you put yourself in a cocoon right in a bubble and you never get a cold you, your immune system is also not going to keep up so look nobody likes getting a cold I hate it we all hate it but sometimes you need that to really just keep the system working right it, it's sort of like a car it can look absolutely clean and beautiful in, in a nice garage. But if you don't drive it, you know, it's not really a car anymore. Yeah. You can't make it usable. I think they're, so. I mean, I, I heard, I don't know, I, I'm trying to remember where I read it, but I kind of read that they expect that this, um, this winter will have a stronger virus, more viruses and, uh, you know, flus. And I, I'm not sure the difference between, I think people will get mixed up in the difference whether they have COVID or, or a cold or a flu. I'm not sure. Anyone knows the exact difference unless you test yourself. Um, but that's because they said last year we were all isolated, you know. So this year, so people had less we, flu because. Yeah, I think we've learned how to, you know, live with it enough, thankfully. I, I think we, we it's now something that's. Treatable. You know, and it's treatable. It, it's an annoyance. It's a concern. Um, it's just, you know, one of the, the things you just got to deal with. And. You know, with that, you know, I will say when it comes to purchasing real estate, you know, we still have plenty of people looking, even now running up into the holidays. I mean, the, um, you know, contracts, this people are getting signed and people working on things. So, um, you know, it's a great sign that people have a, I think, an engaged mentality, which which is great, right? I think one of the things about COVID is when we were sort of all, you know, trapped at home, working from home, we sort of, it was not only an isolation physically, but it was an isolation mentally from society and, and how to engage. And I think the thing that's different now, which is great, is people are more and more engaged. You know, they may still have their concerns, of course, but they're engaged in doing transactions in society and so forth. And that's seen a real jump up. And I think that's what's absolutely critical. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think people are kind of, um, well, first of all, generally, I always would say, no matter what the year was, this at this time, I would say to sellers, if anybody comes to your house, they're serious that they're coming during the holidays. <laughs> so, 
make sure you let them in. And a lot of people took their houses, you know, take their houses off the market during the holidays and put it back on after the holidays. And I always say, if you really want to be competitive, put it on during the holidays, even though it's a pain in the neck. The fact is, there's less houses on the market during the holidays because people say, oh, no, I'll wait till after the holidays, then I'll put it on the market. So, well, you know, look, it's, a, it's, an, it's an interesting thought. You know, what I always find is from a work point of view, because so much of these are personal, private client services type work, right. people do their business on what I call the, the, a lot of the second tier holidays. I don't mean to offend any of the holidays, but you have your first tier holidays, your Thanksgiving, your Christmas, Hanukkah, right. And New Year's, right, July 4th. A lot of those are like, where's my vacation? But more of what I would say, like a second-tier holiday, right, like a President's Day or a Columbus Day, right, where people, some go away, some don't, and they use that day as a way in which they can catch up on their personal business. And what I always find on those holidays, we get a ton of phone calls, new stuff kicking in on stuff. People all of a sudden said, hey, I don't have to go to work today. I've had my weekend. Let me take care of all my personal business. So it's interesting. Sometimes, you know, a holiday might be for somebody else, not necessarily for us uh, sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I can tell you from real estate, from, uh, there's no holiday. People, will, I, people used to call me 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. I mean, people really, you know, uh, find my number. I mean, even with my... Uh, even even I had a girl call me up last week. You're not going to believe it. So she said, oh, I went to your Greenwich office because I follow you uh, on Facebook, whatever she said. And she said, so I went to your Greenwich office and I, 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 I asked them for your number. And they gave me a cell phone number. I said, oh, really? <laughs> and so she said, and I just graduated college. And I have three job offers and I can't make a decision. And she said, I have a board, you know, those boards with all your goals. And she goes, and your face is on the top because I want to be just like you. She said, so I figured I would call you this so you could help me make a decision on which job to take. And I was like, well, they, I, I did spend like, I spent 45 minutes on the phone with this girl, okay? And I wasn't angry, but I thought the people in the office, you know, don't give my cell phone out. You know, you never know who you can give it to. But... I guess people want to find me. You know, absolutely. But, you know, it reminds me when you're negotiating a real estate transaction. If you don't ask, you'll never get. And sometimes people say, oh, I'm afraid to make the offer. Look, as long as you give some sort of logic behind it, you know, a real professional might say, thank you for your offer. You're out of the ballpark. You know, if you're closer to what we're doing, then happy to talk again. Like you might, you know, you might get that kind of response, a little cold shoulder. But you know what? Always start the conversation because you never know where that momentum leads you to. So that's such good advice. And sometimes the homeowner, and I've seen this happen, I'm sure you've seen it, but sometimes the seller, whether it be a homeowner or a business or, or a residential thing, the seller says, okay, I'm not taking anything less than this. But by law, I tell fellows never say, I'm not going to listen to anything below this offer. I won't even listen. Because you never know. A lot of people have to negotiate. Always hear the offer because you don't know where it's going to go to. And like you said, make an offer. Well, if it happens, someone says no. But that's where, you know, a good attorney, 
And a real attorney knows how to negotiate or and the broker that knows how to negotiate. That's where those people really, those professionals really come in very, you know, also very, it's very important. Because I've you know, seen, I've seen attorneys who don't know what they're doing. When they're really not involved in it, they really couldn't care less. They really screw up the deal. They don't do it deliberately, but they really don't. They well, don't you know, it's interesting you say that. I, I, representing a buyer, and we had a deal not going to contract yesterday, and it, that didn't have to happen. It might come back. And what ended up happening was my client's happy with the price. The seller accepted the offer. The other attorney sent over a contract which was really out of, really out of line on a number of points. I mean, things that were really just far away from the deal. And the other attorney was very pleasant when I spoke to him. Nice person. I am sure if we would go out and get a cup of coffee, would have a very nice time. You know, wasn't, you know, wasn't angry, wasn't nasty, nothing like that. And for whatever reason, their sense of what they think it should be was really out of alignment. So I called up the agent for for the sale. There's only one real estate agent on the transaction. And obviously, as an attorney, I, I can't talk to the seller, and that's that's and that's right. You know, the whole point is to have a barrier because, as an attorney, I know things a client wouldn't know. So the attorneys have to communicate through each other. They can't, you know, bypass, and that's very important ethically. Right. And I and I agree that. But I, 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 what I did was I spent about forty minutes on the phone with the broker, and I said, "Look, I'm not asking you to play a lawyer. I want you to know my client wants to buy the place. I think the seller wants to sell." Here is about a 15-point bullet point list, and I went and explained every single one, and I said, look, I tried and I tried with the other attorney. They won't budge on anything. Some of the things were silly. Some of the things didn't make sense. We wanted two more weeks for the closing date because of the holidays. We're like, look, I think with the holidays, we're going to get slowed down. We just want to push the closing date to it. He's like, no. And I said to the agent, I said, look, if our deal falls apart, you're not going to list the property again until after New Year's, right? He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm not doing an open house over Christmas or New Year's weekend. I go, so what are we talking about two weeks here? I mean, you really want to cancel a deal over that? And he's like, I know, he's like hitting his head against the wall because he put together what I thought was a very fair and a good deal. And, you know, he's going to try to talk to the seller's side. And the buyer's like, look, you know, my lawyer's doing the right thing. He goes, if I can't get these items, which – the broker is like very much in agreement, actually. He goes, then I'll just buy something else. And so it's interesting, you know, this, this deal maybe might resurrect itself, but it goes to show you when you, when you really kind of put down an iron curtain, you know, to quote Churchill, when you put down that iron curtain and, and you block off any negotiation, um, you really could very much hurt your client. And, what, you know, the last point with it is I'm a big believer in explaining why. You know, some attorneys that I deal with, they're wonderful. We have a real lively interaction, and it's great. And you might have a difference of opinion, but they're reasonable differences. But some attorneys just say, this is what I always do. This is my standard line. I go, but what does that mean? That means nothing. You know, what if I said my standard line is that you should take 10% off the price every time I present a buyer? Like, that's nonsense. And it's very important and when looking around, whether it's legal or broker, you know, the client should always ask is get a sense of the person and how they interact with others, because that's also a very, very key thing, because people like dealing with people that they can 
be approachable and talk with and, and, and be sensible. That's really good advice. And, like, I just want people to know that I think that just remember you should get the pre-approval, you know, the commitment letter before you actually put your offer in that makes your offer a lot stronger. Um, I would still say, you know, you know, in a hot market, and it's, you know, it's cool, but it's still, you know, a strong market. There's not a lot of, not so much inventory. I would not, and I see people giving advice, called off to make an offer, uh, that you have time. Well, you really never know with a house. You just never know. Somebody comes in. So if you find something you like, uh, I would say you put off on it right away. I wouldn't wait. Okay. Uh, I would put it off on it right away because you never know. Uh, and if you are a buyer, seller, and you have a good offer with good terms and sufficient down payment, and you say, well, gee, you know, I just put my ass on the market. I maybe should wait and see. Like, you can't time it perfectly. If you get close to the price that you want and the terms are good and the down payment's good, if it were me, I'd want it done. Be done. No, I'm done with this. These people are going to get a mortgage. They have a pre-approval. They have enough down payment. You know, pretty much 99% they should get a mortgage. And then I'd be done with it and move on to the next. Okay. Yeah. 100%, I 100% agree. And the other thing I want to talk about and get on this, you know, you know, obviously real estate's different than the stock market, but I'll make an analogy between the two. Every time the stock market goes down, there are some stocks that go up. Every time the stock market goes up, there are some stocks that go down. Yes, trends matter, but to all our listeners, it depends on the house. Right, the market could be generally doing something, but with real estate, there's no stock market. It's not just what the price of the traders out there. There can be unique issues and unique needs. How many times have you had situations where, oh, a house or or an apartment, a building, they haven't had something even come on the market in 25 years? This is a special opportunity. Like you have that in real estate. So what I was going to say, understand the product. And understand that even if you're hearing general advice, every deal is unique, and you got to negotiate it in a unique way to, to max that. And that's why it's really important to look for a real estate broker that has good negotiating skills and that you feel comfortable with that can negotiate, because I don't think people put a value on that in the way they should. I've seen deals fall apart because of bad negotiations. And the same with attorneys. If you don't use a real estate attorney who's seasoned in just real in real estate and knows it in and out and knows how important negotiation is, you can have an attorney who's very bright, okay, smart guy or girl, but doesn't really know how to put a deal together because that's not their expertise. So you want to make sure you use the right team. I think we're having a commercial break. We'll be right back.
MyPillow is having their biggest bed sheet sale ever. The MyPillow Percale sheets are available in a variety of colors and all sizes. Now on sale, for example, the queen size, regular price $89.98, now only $39.98 with your promo code. Order now, as there is a very limited supply. The MyPillow Percale sheets are breathable and have a cool, crisp feel. They have deep pockets to fit over any mattress. The MyPillow Percale sheets come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code AM970 to receive the MyPillow Percale sheets for as low as $29.98. Order now, because when they're gone, they're gone. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. That's 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Use the promo code AM970. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. Join me, Dr. Amanda Williams, Scientific Director at Invite Health, Monday through Friday at noon to learn more about health, wellness, entertainment, and everything local. It is resolution season, and I want to make sure you can obtain your health goals. You don't want to miss out on fascinating discussions that I have with guests from the fields of medicine, entertainment, fitness, and finance. Your health matters, and your resolutions matter as well. Be sure to download our app through the App Store or Google Play Store so you can stay current with what's happening in the world. World of Wellness. Visit invitehealth.com or call 800-673-2345 to find out why we are the leader in a personalized approach to health. Plus, take an additional 10% off your order. Use code 970 at invitehealth.com to save or call 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Get the most out of your lunch hour and achieve your resolutions with me, Dr. Amanda Williams, on AM 970 The Answer, Monday through Friday at noon. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and uh, we're here with someone who's uh, near and dear and has been on the show plenty of times. He's the expert in insurance. We're here with Michael Conte of Honig, Conte Perino Insurance. And Michael, I guess close to good afternoon, Michael. How are you? Well, good good morning, good afternoon. It's good great morning. to be back. Good morning. I don't back. know what and, it is uh, anymore. Uh, it's for me. It's still morning, but uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, great, great to speak to you, Dottie. I've been uh, MIA for a while, but I have been having my son uh, step in, and I hope he's been doing a good job. Yes, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but we do miss you. 
Oh, thank you. Not, not many we people really say that. We really do miss you. We do. We do. <laughs> anyway, and, uh, you know. I'm, yeah, what can you tell us on insurance? What's going on? You know, what's well, you know, it's such a great show today, and I'm the guy that always brings it down. So I figured, why not continue uh, continue the tradition? You know, I just I wanted to remind everyone that with the holiday upon us, the the the, the Christmas tree fires and and the household security is is one of the biggest problems that we face. So, you know, when you're putting up the lights and setting up the tree and the Hanukkah candles, please, please, please take it. Take special care and make sure that everything is done in a safe manner. You know, in in New York City, uh, candle fires are the number three cause of fires in in the city of New York, which is enormous. And people don't realize... Yeah, it's the most incredible thing because, you know, typically you, you set the candles up, right? Maybe it's a romantic night. You're going to have a couple of glasses of wine. Maybe you fall asleep, and the next thing you know, the candle falls down, and you, you wake up to a blazing room. I mean, these things happen all the time. And, and by the way, it's not only New York City. It's throughout the country. Can, candle fires are – if they outlawed candles in this country, it would be a wonderful thing. There would be one-third less fires, you know? Well, you know, but it's funny you should say that because I'm never comfortable. You know, I have a million candles that people – Give you gifts. It's like the gifts you give someone when you don't know what to get them. Right, and, right. Um, uh, I'm really not comfortable. I know people that leave them on all night, go to sleep with them on. Oh. I'm not comfortable with candles on when I'm sleeping. I'm just not. Well, I think the sm- the best thing to do if you're a candle person, they have these hurricane bowls. Set the candle in the hurricane bowl, and then you know you can you can rest assured that nothing's going to happen and you get the beautiful light and a little degree of safety and 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 it'll it'll be it'll be fine. So the next thing that I want to talk about with with our listeners is that you know it is the holiday season and and everybody's given expensive gifts and I want to remind them that you know insuring those gifts is not as uh, difficult as you might feel and and if 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 somebody's lucky enough to give you a beautiful ten thousand dollar engagement ring or a ten thousand dollar necklace in new york city in manhattan that to insure that piece you're looking at about 140 dollars for the year so as the streets get rougher i just want to remind people insure those jewelry pieces insure those watches ensure the things that you want to wear it the cost is not what you think it might be and it gives you the peace of mind that you know, you, you might need to enjoy it. And I know yeah, in your you, case... Maybe you could do, do something because I, I got I got really hurt bad on this because I, I had my secretary once like, do my insurance. So um, then I had a, a diamond ring on uh, that was a four-carat ring or three-carat, I forgot. It was a yellow diamond. And I must have hit my hand and the stone fell out. And right. so I didn't, and um, I, I didn't realize the stone fell out. So, like you know, way after it fell out, I happened to look at my hand, and there was a ring on it with no stone. And I, right. you know, I tried to look all over the streets, but it was impossible. So then I went to look for the insurance, and, and she didn't have my ring insured. What she did is like this group thing that insured a lot of my jewelry, but it made a limit on what you could get on each piece. Right. And that right. Was, so then I was, excuse my language, I don't want to use that language, but. So I, I really I was in trouble because they the ring was worth a lot of money and they only insured a certain amount because uh, my secretary didn't really know enough about insurance but it was my fault I right. let her do it I should not and I she didn't ask the right questions so how do you determine like how much you should 
Well, you know, what we do is, first of all, it's important, and, and I remember the story. You mentioned it previously, but uh, one of the things that we do in our office is we send a letter out and we say, hey, you know, insure those jewelry items because the, the home policy is very limited in the coverage that it does provide for jewelry. And we, we send that out. I can't tell you how many letters we send out, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds, and the response is very low. And I think that the primary reason is people don't realize how inexpensive it is to insure those pieces. And when you do insure those specific pieces, you get the worldwide coverage. And when something like the stone pops out because you hit the ring, uh, that becomes a covered peril. Whereas uh, under under 95% of the homeowner's policies that we sell, the, the jewelry limitation is $1,000. And that's not going to cover it for most people. Uh, so it's a topic that you really need to have that discussion with your insurance broker and 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 you know listen ask for the price you if if it's not up if it's not what you're thinking it, you know then that's fine but investigate it and find out how your policy covers your jewelry but i think most people will find out that it is inexpensive and quite frankly you know all we hear about today is crime 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 i mean if you're going out with a with a with a nice ring or a nice necklace you want to make sure that piece is insured. This is not five years ago when when the streets were safe. I'm sorry to say, but you know it's something you have to do and you should do. And and we're there to help you as as I'm sure all the other brokers who 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 help the customers that are listening right now on the radio. Right, but I'm saying, what kind of things we should people think to be insured? Like over certain values, or you know, I mean. Yes. So what I tell people is, if you like to, if you have a piece, if you have a piece that's in excess of a thousand dollars, and you enjoy wearing it, you should look to insure it. I, I just had a customer, and they they they're getting older, and and the woman called me up, and she had everything on the schedule, and she said, you know what, I don't go out anymore. I put everything in the vault. I want to reduce the the coverage, and that's a smart move. If if you're not using it, if you're putting it away in the vault, I don't think you have to worry about it as much. But if you're leaving it around the house or you want to wear it, insure it and look at things that excess are in excess of a thousand dollars. And I tell people all the time, you know, you're not going to enjoy wearing it. You got it. Somebody gave it to you. And now what are you going to do? Lock it away at home? Enjoy it, wear it, insure it. And, and that's that's what you should do. That's good advice, because there are many people that I know that lock up all their good jewels, okay? And they, like, they have cubic, you know, they have fakes. Right, the CZ fake, okay? yeah. Right. So, like, I'm to myself, I mean, and everyone has their own point of view. There's no right or wrong. But, you know, then why even buy them? It's like, like, yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, other than maybe if you're, like, if I was buying something as a pure investment, then oh. I would be, but, I mean, if you're buying them because you want to wear them right. and you put them in the vault, and you never the use point? them, yeah. what is the point? Then you might as well just what? buy the cubics and just go yeah. with I, I listen. I agree a hundred percent. I'm trying to convince my wife of exactly that thing, but she won't have any part of it. But, but um, <laughs> try. <laughs> but the, the the thing is, look, if you have it, I mean, even the men with the watches, like uh, we were talking about this in the office. The men refuse to insure their watches, and they, they think they're immune because you know they, whatever they're walking around with five, six thousand dollar watches. They are. And, 
you know, and, and, and like nothing, that's pretty common today. Nobody insures their watch. And it's the most amazing thing to me because there was just right at the end of the summer, if you remember that thing, two guys rode up on a scooter and they grabbed the watch right off the guy's arm. It was a $10,000 Rolex. Uh, you know, I mean, unfortunately, th- these are the times in which we live and these are the times when you should take extra precaution and, and, and protect yourself and the investments that you make in these pieces. Uh, it, it, you know, it's, it, it's mind-boggling. That people are not more aggressive in this point. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I think you have to kind of look at, you know, the big picture because you can insure everything. I'm just uh, like I, you know, I, uh, I'm going looking at my property and I let my secretary, like, oh, my assistant, do my insurance. And I must have said to her the other day or maybe a month ago, let me see what you put on my insurance because. I bet you there's no content, you know, nothing in my house is insured. And, right. you know, I have paintings and stuff like that. So right. I'm still waiting for an answer. <laughs> that's the other thing. That's the other thing, the, the fine art. People always ignore that. And, and, and that's, a, that, that's even less expensive to insure than jewelry, believe it or not. I, I'm amazed at, at, at the cost of insuring the fine art. It's, it's literally pennies on the dollar. And, and people well, I would think that there's that. probably less debt. Because it's hard well, to steal like a picture from the wall, yeah, I, or I you agree know, 100%. lose it, or you know, or maybe with jewelry right. you could lose it quicker. Right. Usually, right. you're not carrying your picture around. Right, one hundred percent. But but when the grandchildren come over and they decide to have water gun fights and they destroy that, uh, <laughs> that oil, and and sure. that's happened by the way. Okay, and we've paid out on that claim. Um, you know, you 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 regret not having it properly insured, but and sometimes they do fall off the wall and get destroyed. So you know, it, it does happen, but it's it's something that is certainly affordable and manageable. And I'm always amazed that people uh, ignore that aspect as well. But the final no, let me ask point. You, that, yeah, because I was going to ask you then. I just want another question before you go to your final points. Just another question though: if you, what are the rules on that you tell people as far as what should they insure? Like in well, other words, like when, even when for myself, I I'm not even sure like that I have enough or too right. much. So we so, have a break. So Can you look, hold that till the commercial's sure, over, and then because sure. I don't, you, you're going to get cut off right in the middle of that. Right. And we're going to hold on and we're going to tell you from our expert insurance guru, okay, Michael Conte of Honig Conte and Carino, is going to uh, tell you what you really should look to insure in your home and personally, okay, what are the main things. You know, it's different for everyone, but there's some universal things that probably everyone can do. We'll be right back at the sisters. New Year's Eve is right around the corner, so why not sail into 2023 on board the Atlantis yacht taking in the incredible New York City skyline? The Atlantis of New York Cruises is hosting a fabulous New Year's Eve party that is guaranteed to impress. It's the best place for a 360-degree view of the New Year's Eve fireworks. Event itinerary include hors d'oeuvres and gourmet buffet, live DJ entertainment, and more. Speaking of New Year's, I can't think of a better place to pop the question to that special someone in your life than the Atlantis. Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. For maximum comfort, guest list will be capped at 150 and tickets are going fast. So for more information or to buy tickets, visit NewYorkCruises.com 
or call 718-646-8083, New York Cruises.com or 718-646-8083. I thought learning a language would be too much work. Then I discovered Babbel. They make learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes. Quick and easy. And soon, you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Como si fuera magia. My friend from Italy said my accent and pronunciation is perfect. It's because Babbel's lessons are designed by language teachers and voiced by real native speakers. Each lesson is like living in another country for 15 minutes. I love that there's all kinds of ways to learn. Babbel's podcast, or games, or videos. You can even join live classes with a language teacher. You learn words and phrases you actually use in real conversations. In three weeks, I was starting to speak in another language. So easy. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and we're in the middle of talking to Michael Conte of Hona Conte Perino about insurance. And I asked Michael right before the break, okay, rule of thumb, you know, some people need more, some people need less, but one of the main things people should look at getting into it, whether it's personally or in their home or their apartment? Well, you know, uh, buying insurance is always a a, a personal, um, it's how you view, um, you know, risk, quite frankly. Now, when you're traditionally, when you're talking about insuring your home, a physical home, you know, one family home, well, of course, you need to insure the building for the rebuilding value of the home. And, And once again, we are in a very, very interesting time because the cost of rebuilding the structure in, in many cases is going to start to exceed the, the, the market value. And people hate to hear that. I can't tell you how many times I get the phone call, you know, uh, well, you're insuring it for $2 million and I can only sell it for $1.7 million. Uh, you know, it's, the point is we need to rebuild it. We need to be prepared to rebuild it. So when you're talking about the home, we need to 
always shoot for the rebuilding cost. Now, the areas that you can vary, uh, deviate are the contents, the internal contents. So some people are risk averse and they, and they want to make sure that they insure every stick of furniture in their home, where others are like, listen, half of the stuff I have I hate anyway. If, if I lost it in a fire, you're doing me a favor. So let's insure it for half the value. So those are the typical the things that people need to be concerned about. And, right. So, and, that, so because really, they, you know, I don't think people really. I think people don't know enough about insurance. Period. I mean, well, you know, no, even. Daddy, nobody wants to talk about it. And and, and yeah, when you think about it today, the way the, the purchase of insurance has gone, there are fewer and fewer guys like myself who will get on the phone and actually have a discussion with you. People are content to buy this stuff online. And, my God, the mistakes they make. And, and all, I, I mean, I've been doing this for 40 years. I think I bring a little expertise to the, to the table, whereas somebody's going to go online and insure their home. Oh, how much, you know, and they know nothing about insurance, and they know nothing about finance, and they know nothing thing about real estate and they go buy homeowners insurance online it is it's ridiculous but but that's what people want to do i guess and 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 i don't understand it because I don't, when you call me you know when you call me for do the show yeah when you call me for an insurance quote i have you on the phone for five minutes I, you know, I welcome people. Go sit, go sit at your computer for four hours tomorrow night and buy a policy. I'll do, I'll get you all the answers you want to know in, in uh, with a five-minute interview and a ten-minute presentation. And quicker than that, I don't even know, I, I don't even know how you could do it, you know. But, but, but people are people, right? All right well, so, I just so. think that people have to be educated more, on, like how important it really is. I don't it, think, I, I, I think that they just. Think they don't really think about it because you know in the heat of the night when you're getting a house, yeah. you know, or you're buying yeah. or you're moving, that you know that kind of a, is an emotional thing whether you're renting or you're moving. And so I think sometimes people get caught up in that moment and forget the little things. Well, you know, you know how you succeed. You surround yourself with professionals. That's how you yeah. succeed. You know, I mean, it's a very simple formula, and you need you need a good realtor, you need a good insurance broker, you need a good attorney, you need a good finance person, a good accountant. That's how you succeed, because you can't be a jack of all trades. You may be the best, you be the, may be the best chef in the world, but all those other areas, there are people who are better at it than you, and you need to take advantage of their expertise and their skills. But that I don't think you can give. I don't think you can give better advice than that. I think yeah. that when you surround yourself with a team, and you know, you know, you know, I say that with even attorneys, use a real estate attorney. Don't use a divorce attorney because you want to, you know, because it's a friend doing you, you know, your son-in-law doing you a favor. Um, and with insurance, it's really important, and there's not that many people uh, that really do what you do, and we really appreciate you taking the time on Saturday well, you know, to really explain it to people because. The, to me, that's worth more than anything, the knowledge, because otherwise... You know, Dottie, I love this industry. I can't tell you. It's, I haven't worked a day in my life, believe it or not. I've, I've only worked on my do. career, and I enjoy what I do, and I enjoy helping people. And, and it's, it's a fantastic career, and I urge people out there who are, who are not sure how to you know, direct their lives or they're looking for a new career. I urge you, the, the insurance field is so rewarding. We've been, you know, we've, we've been uh, you know, um, demonized through the years, but the reality is I, I, every day I help people with, with solving their problems or paying their clients. I don't know of a more rewarding career. I'll be very honest with you. That's wonderful that you love what you do. Okay, but 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 I also think you're an expert, 
And I really don't think, you know, what happens is, and I'll say it with me, after you lose, and I lost maybe, you know, I, I have the ring, the uh, the ring that I lost. I have the, uh, the setting. I never got the diamond because I never really had the money to replace it. And sometimes you don't regret things until you... Well, yeah, you of course, you don't, you don't realize okay. it. But I, Listen, Dottie, you know, I, I understand that, and I deal with people that, that go through that all the time, you know, and it's a shame. It's a shame, but... But you know what? The the fear, the, the more you educate yourself, the more you prepare for the future, the better off and the easier it's going to be. And have the discussion, learn, make your own decision, but have the discussion. And at least you are informed and educated. That's it. That's what I say. Well, that's 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 really the main thing. Like I said, with mortgage, with insurance, with homes, yeah. have the know about it. Know. You're working with someone, know the risks and the rewards. So here's the downside, here's the upside. Okay. Look at the, and I always look at the worst scenario. Like, what's the worst scenario that I want to handle? Okay. And be sure to do that, though. It's so important. You work so hard to buy a house. And if you don't insure properly, because you don't know, um, and I'm not saying that you have to insure everything in the house, but you need to talk to someone like yourself. Yeah, you do, and you need to you need to ask good questions, and you need not to be afraid of sounding like you know. Well, I'm an idiot, but you know, especially on a first time home buyer, they have they are entering a world that they don't even understand. You know, with with how do, you know keeping the house warm in the winter. You know, if you live in an apartment for thirty years, right, and you go away in February, does it dawn on you to make sure that there's oil in the oil tank? No, you leave, you come back to your apartment. That's somebody else's headache, but. When when you now own a house in Westchester and you're going to go uh-huh. away for two weeks in February, you better make sure that there's plenty of oil in there or that the gas is on or you didn't turn the thermostat off. I mean, these are things that, you know, first-time homebuyers never, never think about. And I can't tell you the number of claims that we pay for those people, but that that's what we do. And, you know, I, I, listen, uh, I can't say it enough. I, I love my industry. I love what I do, and I love helping people. And that's it. And I'm going to tell you, you can't person and I, I say this that if you're looking for insurance that you really should contact of Michael Conklin because really he cares. I mean really cares and he's not gonna sell you too much insurance. He's gonna give you the facts and then you yourself make the decision on what you want you know, how much you want to insure. But you have to know the facts and the ones that know the facts are not us. You need to know right. from somebody who deals with insurance. How do people get a hold of you again? Well, my my phone number is 212-777-7113. Our website is www.honigconti.com. And, uh, you know, I'll answer. Any, I've, I've talked to many of the listeners. They call me during the week, and they always say, gee, thank you, Mr. Conti, for taking my call. Well, I always say to them, if I don't take your call, I'm not in business anymore. So I'll talk to anyone. I'll, I'll have a discussion about anything. I, I, I'm happy to do it. It's what I do for my living. And you're the best at it, and you love it. Thank you. And it, it, thank you, you. You know, it really is a pleasure to really do business with professionals. And, you know, and I find that, you know, like I said, putting the right team together is so important. And, you know, with a home, it's, it's for most people, their largest investment that they make. Yep. And yep. so you, you want to take care of that. You want to make sure that it, it's as safe as it can be. 
and that you've done everything to ensure the safeness of your investment. And, Absolutely. Um, and but, the future of your family. Absolutely, yeah. And, 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 and so I think that, you know, like Michael said, the decision ultimately is yours, but then you know the facts, you know the right. risks, you know the rewards, you know what you, and then you make a decision on what, what you what you really think you need and what you can live without. But don't make that decision without the facts. And that's really the advice I would give you in anything that you do financially, you know? Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I don't follow, I mean, I vaguely know the stock, I mean, I understand the stock market and everything, but I don't really follow it so much like that I'm on top of it because I don't, I don't really have, you know, well, I'm, I'm not a believer in stocks. Only because I'd have to watch them every minute, okay? <laughs> and I don't want to do that, okay? But if you, but, but you know, again, everyone has a different risk tolerance, and everyone, you know, well, and, and everything is a little bit of a gamble. So, right. uh, you know, but I'm not going to well, gamble with my security. Remember, that, remember my there was that movie years ago? Um, I, I forget the, the the actor, but he the, the the famous line was, "Explain it to me like I'm a I'm a first grader," you know. And and whenever I talk to the people, we try to boil it down so that everybody understands exactly what it is that we're talking about. And I can't tell you how many times I'm on the phone with somebody and said, and I'll say to them, "I know I just explained it to you, but I'm getting the feeling that you don't understand a word I said." Let me try again. And they'll laugh and say, yeah, you're right. Give it another shot. And, I, you know, and, and, that's, and that's, that's what you need to do. You need to make sure that you're making a decision based on the proper information and a full understanding of the situation. That's, that's so true. I mean, it's really, uh, I think our time is up. Listen, I, I'm going to be at the end. So, my well, first of all, I want to wish you a happy holiday. Thank you, and uh, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas to everyone, and enjoy Happy yeah. New Year, happy enjoy Hanukkah, the season. Merry, yes, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and so we'll be back next week. Say, wish your family happy holidays for me. Happy holiday, everyone. We'll be back next week. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. New York City's first and only life.